0: Hey, friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God-honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Inspired Business Podcast. Here in Wisconsin, we've been dealing with snow and cold and all the usual tenets of December in the Midwest, but that's not a bad thing. There's something really kind of, I don't know, magical, if I can use that word, about falling snow. Snow. If you live in a warm weather climate and you've never experienced the beauty of snow, then I'll just paint a little picture for you today. So this is actually one of my favorite memories. It's bittersweet. But several years ago, when I was blogging regularly for Christian Moms, my girls were young and I had very limited time to write. The time of year was mid-December and we had just had our first real snowfall of the season. So I bundled my girls in their snowsuits and their boots, and I took them outside to make snow angels while I shoveled a few inches of snow off the driveway, which I should clarify was usually my husband's job. But I really wanted a chance to get some fresh air and wanted to give the girls some playtime outside. So I remember thinking I'd do something nice for my husband and I'd take care of the shoveling. But I also remember... The reason that I was outside that day was that my heart was really hurting because we had just heard the news of the Sandy Hook school shooting. This was 2012, and I was grieving and wrestling with God over those losses. My older daughter, who is now 16 and a junior in high school, she was in kindergarten at that time, and that is the same age as those sweet kids whose faces were being highlighted all over the news. And I was sad and I was baffled. So the chance to get outside was also a chance to breathe and to connect with God and to surround myself with this truth of God's creativity and His artistry so that I could remember He is real and He is for us, even in this world that juggles sorrow alongside beauty. There's something about falling snow that just reminds a soul how God cares about the details, how each flake is completely unique and delicate and fleeting each one is crafted by a God whose handiwork is everywhere, and He doesn't leave us. Even when the world seems to be spinning out of control, He is still in control. And that day, while I was shoveling and blinking snowflakes off my eyelashes, I remember God gave me a blog post in its entirety. It was almost as if God was writing it and downloading it into my mind, and I received it. I remember that clearly. And then, as I often did back in those days, I asked God not to let me lose those words that He just gave me, because it was going to be several hours before I could get to my laptop and type them in, because I had littles to chase at that time. And you know, like I said, my, my writing hours were limited back then, to naps and to bedtime. But God did. He was so faithful. As soon as I got the chance, I got to my laptop, I was able to type out this beautiful blog post that I know without a doubt was gifted to me by God. And I was so grateful. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been inspired to write or to speak a message that you know was a gift? Sometimes God works like that. And it's always a delight for the creator to receive that kind of inspiration. But it doesn't happen all the time. In fact, I'd say inspired content is the minority. More often, we create as a craft or a discipline or even an act of obedience. Does that make it any less valuable, though? It doesn't, no. And that's where I want to park today. A question came up recently from one of my podcast listeners, and it is a question I've heard before many times. So I figured it was worth exploring for anyone among us who has ever wondered about the idea of inspiration versus craft. That question is should we wait? for God to inspire us before we post or publish our content? How do we build a ministry or a business with consistency if we're waiting on God and His schedule doesn't align with our schedule or our editorial calendar? Those are fair questions, and I want to encourage you with some Bible truth as well as some biblically sound business advice. So let's begin with this idea of of divine inspiration. Can it happen? Yeah, sure. I just described how it happened for me. And that example wasn't the only one. Many times I have experienced that joy of an easy right because the words and the ideas flowed. And because I know I was made in God's image and scripture says his power is at work within me, it does make sense to credit God for giving my brain and my heart the ideas or the ability to form those ideas. So in that sense, I would say our creative work is inspired by God. But we have to be careful not to put ourselves in the place of those who were called to be God's voice on earth. I'm talking about the prophets. There was a time in biblical history where God called prophets to fulfill a particular role. They spoke directly to the people what God told them to speak. They were God's messengers. But we are not prophets. We're creators, and we love God, and He can inspire us to form thoughts and ideas. But our ideas— will never be equal to scripture. So can you write or speak and still be aligned with truth, even if your message is not directly inspired? Yes. And I would argue not only can you, but you should, you have to, because that's the job. If you have been called to creative work, to write or to speak or to teach, then that is your vocation. And it's a really great job, right? We love it. Yet we know from scripture that for the Christian, all work, all vocations, all jobs are in essence ministry. We are to work as though working for the Lord and not for human masters. That means the dentist, the accountant, the math teacher is also working for the Lord. That's not just reserved for us authors or course creators or podcasters. All Christians are doing their work for God. What would happen if the dentist Waited to be inspired to fill every cavity. His practice wouldn't last long, would it? Or if the accountant waited for inspiration to file my taxes, well, I might be getting an unfortunate letter from the IRS. (laughs) Nobody wants that. The writer of Hebrews prays that God will equip you with everything good for doing his will. And God does equip us. He has gifted us with creativity, with compassion, with intelligence. And he's given us his word to study. And 2 Timothy tells us that God's word is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And not only has God equipped us, he has also commanded us to be ready at any moment. 1 Peter 3.15 says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Always be prepared. Don't wait for inspiration. Know what to do when the moment comes. Yes, we can call on the Holy Spirit. We should call on the Holy Spirit to give us words and courage. That is a really excellent prayer to pray, by the way, every time you sit down to write, Holy Spirit, give me the words. But what does it look like when the Holy Spirit comes through? The thing is, it's not always a light bulb moment. Sometimes, most often, The Spirit brings to mind what you already know and asks you to do something with it. And that's not running ahead of God. That's good stewardship of your gifts. You already have everything you need to create content. Everything plus discipline. Our creative work has to become a craft that we hone if we hope to sustain it and to grow it. If you wait for inspiration and you feel strongly that that's what you're called to do then by all means do that. But know that what you're establishing is an occasional hobby, not a sustainable ministry or business. Business requires planning. Your audience and your clients, they deserve a well thought out plan, and so do you. Remember you run your business or your ministry. Your business doesn't run you. You decide when you work and when you don't. And yes, there is room for honoring your creative energy. But if you're constantly down to the wire on a deadline because you're waiting for the perfect light bulb moment from God, not only will you be stressed out, but you'll also have wasted multiple moments up until that point in which God has already equipped you to create a meaningful message. So, How do we make our work a craft? Here are a few tips. First, keep a notebook of ideas and jot them down as they come, whether that's an actual physical notebook or a notes app on your phone. Keep record of those ideas as they come to you, as you're inspired. That way, every time you sit down to write, you will already have an idea available to you, which you can flesh out now on your schedule. Secondly, ask your audience what they want to hear from you. This podcast episode was inspired by a listener who asked me to talk about this topic. And that in itself, I see as a type of God-inspired instruction. Sometimes our ideas don't originate with us, and that's a good thing. Be open to how God might be using your audience or other trusted voices in your life to determine what you're meant to create. And then finally, establish a schedule. Set aside time, whether it's every day or a few days a week, and label those hours as your time to write or to create. Schedule them into your calendar, just as you would if they were any other job and your boss told you that you had to get the work done. Remember, you are the boss. So boss you needs to have a talk with employee you and tell that employee to sit her bottom down at her desk or at a coffee shop or on the couch with a laptop, wherever you like to work, plan ahead the hours in which you're going to get some work done. And then don't worry so much about the results. I know it's a lot easier to write when God pops an idea in your head and he practically writes the thing for you. Those moments are a gift, like we established, but again, they're not necessarily the norm. Most of my content has been created in discipline. My blog posts, my marketing copy, my books... And sometimes when I used to sit down to write, I would write something that did not end up to be usable. That's how it was for me, especially in the beginning when I first started treating my writing as a craft. I had plenty of writing sessions that came up empty. I mean, I would write something, but that content didn't turn out to be anything useful. So it's okay if that happens to you because I'll tell you what came next for me, and it will do for you as well. After many years, of practicing writing as a discipline, as a craft. I no longer struggle now to create something valuable when I sit down to do it because I've learned how to write, how to create in spite of those light bulb moments. And you will too. So meanwhile, look at this process as training. Anything you create during your dedicated hours of honing your craft, it's all making you a better creator. It's strengthening your writing chops. If you wait for inspiration, you will miss out on hours and hours worth of practice. And like with any skill or profession, practice is what leads to mastery. Now, let's just think about it this way. If you had to have heart surgery, would you rather your surgeon be the one who has performed your same procedure multiple times a day, day after day for years? Or are you going to choose the surgeon who only performs that surgery on occasion? when he or she feels inspired? Well, you're going to choose the first surgeon, I hope, because honestly, that second type of surgeon does not even exist. You don't get to be in that position without constant practice. That second surgeon would have been kicked out of her internship a long time ago. Now, is our work as important as heart surgery? Well, yes and no. We share messages of the gospel. I'd say that is a life or death situation of its own kind what does your audience deserve? The writer or the speaker who waits and dabbles? Or the one who is stewarding her calling day after day in order to be ready, to be well-practiced, when the recipient of your craft needs to hear the work that God called you to do? I hope these thoughts are encouraging to you today. Thanks so much for being here and for listening. So until next time, everybody, Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for tuning into the Inspired Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, if it spoke to your heart in some way, would you take a screenshot of it and post it to your socials or email it to a friend? The best way that we can help more Christian voices reach the world with their content is by working together to share God-honoring tips and advice, which is what I aim to do here on this podcast. So thank you for spreading the word and for walking alongside me on this Inspired Business journey. God bless you and your household. I'll see you next time.